Good morning. I know when you looked outside this morning, you thought, mm, that's not good news. <laughs> but I have good news. Your message this morning is short. <laughs> Larry and I were 20, <clears throat> and I've got a frog today, so I apologize. <clears throat> Larry and I were 23 years old when we moved to Lake Crystal. Shortly after we moved here, the current pastor, Reverend Stanley Propp, and his wife Lois called on us one evening and invited us to attend church. We attended church one Sunday a few weeks later. We had a one-year-old daughter who acted like a one-year-old daughter during the service. Following the service, an older woman came up to me, patted me on the arm, and said, I know she was noisy, but you come back anyway. Some of you were there for that. Truth, we didn't come back for two years. And by that time, we had a three-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son. We came back because we wanted our daughter to start Sunday school. That first summer, when Barb Smith was asking for help with evening Bible school, I thought I would offer to help out by providing treats a couple of nights. When I called to offer, her statement was, <laughs> Still makes me laugh. We are so happy to have you in this church. Could you teach the preschool class? I'm no teacher, but with a request phrase like that, how could I say no? Some of you were there for that. One hot summer morning, and those of you who attended the old church know what the temperature was like in that sanctuary. The hymn ended, and as we sat back down, our daughter's hot, sticky legs slid down the back of the pew and made a questionable noise. Our two-year-old son stands back up on the pew and says at the top of his lungs, okay, who farted? <laughs> Some of you were there for that. Not long after that, I was asked to be a Sunday school teacher. And back then there was a blessing of Sunday school teachers during the church service when Sunday school began in the fall. All the teachers were facing the altar, and our son came running down the aisle, grabbed my skirt hem as he pressed himself to the front of my legs, lifting my skirt and slip up to my waist, bearing my backside to the congregation. <laughs> Some of you were there for that. A few years later, I was asked to be Sunday school superintendent. We had a lot of classes based on age, and the toughest class to find a teacher for <laughs> was a junior high class. That's a surprise, right? It was a struggle, but I had an epiphany. Rather than ask, would you be willing to teach a Sunday school class? I would ask, would you be willing to teach the junior high class? Almost always the response would be, no, but I'll teach a different class. That way I managed to cover the lower grades, but guess who taught the junior high group for a very long time? Some of you were there for that. I was a member of this congregation when life happened, when our kids graduated from high school, when my parents died, when the extended Brandenburg family lost Jason, when I was, <clears throat> when I was having breast cancer treatment. Some of you are here for that. When our kids got married and the grandchildren joined our family, when Larry and I celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary a year late because of COVID, and just six months later, when Larry was undergoing cancer treatment, some of you were here for that. <clears throat> I'm guessing by now some of you, or probably all of you, are wondering 
If this message is all about her, what is the point? The point is, it's not about me. It's about all of you. <clears throat> you have been... You have been my church family my entire adult life, whether you chose to be or not. None of you knew me the first time I attended church. Some of you chose to know me better, but all of you have been there for me and my family at some point. With sincere apologies to Jesus, Matthew 25, 35, I was a stranger and you took me in. A church family is made up of many individuals and personalities, but they are there for all of us to offer support, or celebrate with us when we have joys, or are just living our lives day to day. The point of this message is for me to say thank you for all the times I've needed you and your support. My life and my families have been blessed by the presence of each of you. Colossians, <clears throat> Colossians 3 verses 12 through 14 sums it up. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another if you have a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And that's been my experience within this congregation. All of you are my chosen family. You've cheered me on through discouraging seasons celebrated with us on joyous occasions, <clears throat> and lifted our heads and hearts like no one else. Life's special moments are made, are made brighter by the presence of you. We have carried each other's burdens through challenging situations. We have chosen love and patience, even when faced with adversity, and have treated others how we would hope to be treated. My start in this congregation nearly 50 years ago may have been rocky, but I have always felt loved and that I matter. Thank you. See, it was short. <laughs>